Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter. And you're listening to a brand new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes. Hell yes. Hello, mum. Hello, pumpkin. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. We're in a bit of a silly mood today, aren't we? We are. We've had a bit of a laugh already. Yep. Does that bode well? (laughs) We'll soon find out, won't we? Yes, we like the joyful vibration, don't we? Joy, joy, joy. Yeah. Oh, you're repeating stuff. That's great. Off to a good start. Right. (laughs) For any of our listeners who have been with us a long time, firstly, thank you. But secondly, you'll notice that mum likes to say things in threes, um, which I find slightly annoying. But that's a a conversation for another episode. (laughs) Harsh. Harsh, harsh. (laughs) What are we talking about today? Okay, so today what I really want us to become aware of is do we control what we want and the outcomes or do we create the outcomes that we want? So let's just put that into um, a bit. Let's have a bit more clarity around that. Put it into context. I believe control is limitation. And I believe when we create, that leads to expansion. So I think when you create the outcome you want, in other words, you go way more into the vibration of limitless possibility, you can actually create a wonderful outcome through that expansion because it's not just your limited brain paradigm. But when you come from controlling through the beliefs that you know and the thoughts and fears that you have, that is limitation it's limited the outcome that you can get that you can create that you can achieve is limited okay so what's an example for you of when you've controlled versus created and how you know how does that prove that the creation is is much better you know than the control because it seems obvious you know when we create a create to me feels like a word where things naturally flow you know, you're kind of going off of inspiration, like create is a very positive word, whereas control seems like quite a a negative word. You know, you're trying to um, manipulate a scenario or a situation rather than allowing it to just flow freely. So for you, you know, has there been a time where maybe you've been trying to control a situation and actually when you've let go, that's when things have flowed a lot more naturally. Well, she's put me on the spot again. Um, I think it's more, um, I I literally, honestly, right here, right now, I cannot think of a specific example for me, but there have been lots, I'm sure. But the most, I I think the most um, specific uh, response that a lot of people I think would identify with, including me, but I can't think of a a specific with this, is fear. When we're in fear, we want to control the outcome. You know, we want to make sure that everything will be okay because we're fearful you know, so we we will do everything we can, try and put everything in place to bring about the outcome that we want. But the thing is about that is if we're fearful, it's likely probably to have been quite a big situation for you from your perspective anyway, right? Now, if it's a really big situation for you, it's unlikely with our brains, it's unlikely that we are going to create the perfect outcome because we're in fear. So our thoughts are coming from that fearful moment, that fearful place, okay, that fearful start, that fearful beginning. So you, you can't, 
And even just think about the brain. When you're in fear, you're in panic. When you're in panic, the brain will have to close down for you. You know, and also what it does is it gives you, it shoots you up with adrenaline and cortisol and all that kind of stuff, which puts you into even more fear and panic. And it, it closes down to creativity. So you just can't get the solution you want. And um, we're limited then. We are so limited if within fear we can feel that feeling and observe it and kind of feel it and maybe breathe it through whatever you can do to let it go and then trust that there with every problem there is a solution there has to be there's always two ends to the stick if we can maybe relax a bit more into that and focus more on a solution and just allow the creative process to take over that solution will be far closer to the most perfect outcome that we would have wanted. Yeah, no, I do. I agree with that. But I think that it's also worth noting that, you know, people that tend to veer towards wanting to control stuff, it does come from maybe fear or um, they've gone through stuff you know, previously or in their childhood where there was no control. Do you know what I mean? And as a result of that, they went through bad things and they suffered. So, you know, controlling is then putting back um, some stability. You know, if I can control this thing, I know how it's going to end up. And that means that I'm going to be okay and everything's going to be okay. So I think it's, for some people, it's, you know, easier said than done. And it is breaking a habit of potentially a, a lifetime. And although they can, you know, in those moments where they relinquish control, they they'll may be able to see that there's more joy and there's more natural creation and that kind of thing. It's still tricky to do that. So I guess my question would be for someone that is used to control and control offers them a sense of stability and security. How would you go about approaching that to allow them to feel comfortable letting go of that? Okay. I don't, um, I think we've all actually been brought up with some kind of control because if, if you think about it even you know our parents to try to keep us safe will tell us what to do and what not to do and therefore there is some form of control within that so um, I think we've all been kind of conditioned to a certain extent to bring control into our lives you know some people will call it order um, I, I would call it control to a certain extent but how do you move away from that and how do you feel comfortable? I'm not sure that you do feel comfortable. I think if I think there there will always be not always and, and it will lessen, but there will be discomfort in letting control go. And it's whether or not you're prepared to step into that discomfort that will support you in taking those steps to let go of control. Control is safe, you know, you think it's safe. Um it is limited, but you think it's safe. And I think, though, that when you try to control something and it doesn't work out the way you want it to, you feel even more disappointed because you feel that you should have, could have controlled it in a much better way. Yeah. And then you're disappointed with yourself. You feel like you've let yourself down or you're a failure even and stuff like that. So, it's about stepping into the discomfort of letting go of that control. But it's got to be, you know, I always one step at a time, one step at a time. 
And it's practicing on those things that really don't matter to you. You know, don't wait until you've got the big thing coming up and think, oh, I've listened to that podcast. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to let go of control. No, don't do that. Um, That will take you into uh, not stretch zone. That will take you into your panic zone. Don't be doing that. But something that's really small that really doesn't matter to you one way or the other really is then let go of control you know maybe it's a time limiting thing I'll tell you like um uh okay so let's give you a really small example so um recently I went to a function yeah with a really good friend of mine and we basically were running late because Uber let us down okay So, but I tried to control the timeline by getting an Uber in the first place. Okay. Well, Uber kept dumping us. And in the end, we decided to go by tube. Now we knew we were going to be late. Okay. And at that point, you let go of it. You know, you let go of control. I'm not the tube driver. I can't get us there. So I completely let go of controlling trying to get there on time and we actually got to this function 10 minutes late um I'd let go of it completely wasn't bothered at all at this point because it was too late you know um, I wasn't bothered um but what was so interesting was once we got there 10 minutes late nobody had even gone into this function yet they were still at the bar having a drink so you know I let go of the control I thought whatever happens, happens. It will be the best outcome, perfect outcome anyway. And then it was. Yeah, there's a, I guess there's a few things from what you said. I think that's a really good example, uh, definitely. And I think it is one of those things that you have to try it, see that it all works out. And then, do you know what I mean? And then it, and then it feels okay. Um, and I think definitely starting small instead of the big stuff. And I feel also like, don't be you know, I feel like the word, you know, controlling is a very negative word. But as I said, I think for a lot of people, it's a safety thing and it's a protection thing. So don't beat yourself up or judge yourself if you are, you know, like if you do like to control kind of your environment or something, if that's what you go to, to kind of make sure the outcomes are, um, you know, because I sometimes do this. I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before. Uh, you know, I feel more comfortable if I can control an outcome um, and it doesn't have to go my way. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be my outcome. It's just the outcome that was expected or or what maybe we as a group collectively wanted. Um, and because I just feel more comfortable if I know what's coming. Do you know what I mean? But actually, if that's how you are every single day for your whole life, I feel like you miss out on a lot of the great spontaneous moments of joy or creation. Like we're talking about being able to create. I think you miss out on those because you're stuck in the kind of controlling fixed outcomes mindset. And I think it does end up holding you back. So one, obviously it's not nice to be controlling sometimes for the people around you because they've kind of got to fall in line with, do you know what I mean? Your expectations of what you kind of want to happen but also for your sake I think you end up missing out on great stuff so I think if this is something that's resonating with you it's a great thing to think about and don't get me wrong I think there's two sides of it you know some people there's no control whatsoever you know what I mean and then they're so free that sometimes 
they missed stuff because they weren't organized enough to rock up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then that's a bit of a shame because they may have missed out on something because they couldn't, you know, get organized or whatever. But then the other side is if you're so fixed and so regimented and so kind of controlled and organized, then you're missing out on the things that could organically happen. And I think those things can sometimes be really great. So yeah, I just, I agree with what you said. And I think it's really valuable, you know, useful guidance because I think it is something that we struggle with. And as a as a society i think especially you know the way that technology is advanced and stuff there's no it feels like there's a lot less surprises do you know what i mean you know when your tube's going to come you know when your uber's going to come you can track them on a map for god's sake do you know you know there's no kind of oh maybe the tube will come maybe it won't or maybe we'll look at a map and actually that road's now been changed so we're on the wrong route do you know what I mean it's all just on your phone it's all really you know there for you which is a great thing but I think it does take the spontaneity out of it a bit and if you want to literally you know for an itinerary for example you could plan that down to the letter and have do a 14-day trip with no surprises and I think that just reduces the excitement and joy of life without getting too deep yeah, no, definitely. But I just want to just respond to a couple of things that you've just said, because I think this is really important. Um, you know, this, these pod, this podcast, as you know, is living a hell yes. And, and it really is about how can you feel as good as you can feel. And you were saying about, you know, when, when you feel control, you could be missing out, you know, which is true. But also, I think it's really incredibly important to recognise that, when you're feeling that real sense of control, uh, you're stressed, and there's no way around that. You you can't be uh, you know you could try to justify that, and there's no need to justify anyway. But you could try and justify that or explain that away by saying, "But no, you know, uh, I know that if I feel in control, I feel better." Or no, you don't. There will be an element of stress to that in case that thing doesn't work out the way you want it to. So that's a huge amount of stress. Can I just say one thing to that before you move on to point two? And also when, when that thing doesn't work out, that could en- actually end up for the better. But because you're upset about it not going the way that you thought it would because of that control element, you can't even see the positives that could potentially happen. So you kind of, do you know what I mean? It's a lose-lose situation. Well, you see, then maybe that's another small step that somebody could take if you feel like, no, I'm trying to control this and it's just not actually working out, then let it go and see what could be the outcome. You know, it's always about, gosh, you know what, what if, you know, gosh, what could be, what could be evolving? That That's a lovely vibe to be in, you know. But also what I do want to say is maybe also another step to move slightly out of control is and I love I, I use this a lot in my coaching, you know. Um one of the best ways to really achieve, I suppose. Let's if that word doesn't resonate with you, think think of a word that does. Some some people don't like the word goal, they don't like achieve. So whatever resonates with you. But a really good thing is if you have a framework, like Holly mentioned, if you have a framework, you know, have flexibility within the framework. 
you know so it, it like holly was saying about being organized you know so that you can go out and do whatever it is you want to do or you're organizing something or whatever for me organization isn't control it's a framework you know it, you know if you are organizing something then yeah you need a framework you know it's not control control is where you make sure that framework works out that's control but if you have flexibility within the framework, in other words, I've, I've done all this. This is cool. This is the framework. Okay, well, you know, I'm putting it out there that this works. But as you just said, if it doesn't, there could be an even better outcome. So maybe the other step is let's have some flexibility. Let me be flexible within the framework I've put in place. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's really useful. And then I think you're then in a much better place to be open to creating. Um, I think kind of just going, you know, deeper on the point a little bit, we're limited sometimes in what we can imagine for ourselves, you know? So, you know, job opportunities, family opportunities, relationship opportunities. Sometimes there's stuff coming that we couldn't even have imagined for ourselves. But if we're such in a controlling kind of mindset, and we want to keep ourselves safe, we aren't open to creating those amazing things that could be on the horizon for us if we let go a little bit. So I just think it's it's thinking about that, do you know what I mean? And, and the perspective shift, if you can make that happen, could lead to some really great stuff down the line, even if it's not instant. And even if you feel uncomfortable, do you know what I mean? As you said, mum, you're uncomfortable anyway when you're in a controlling you know, state of mind. So I'd rather take the I'd rather remove the control and be in a state of, you know, nervousness, but for potential great things that could come down the line instead of nervousness because my plan isn't happening the way I wanted it to. Yeah. So maybe that nervousness, we could say excited anticipation, you know, those butterflies in the tummy kind of thing, that kind of feeling. And one way to get there is like we just said, you know, that that um, you could be saying opening up to the what if, you know, the what if, because our brain is limited. Like we said, right at the beginning, our brain is limited by our own beliefs and filters. It just is. It can only go by what you input. It's like a computer. It will output what you input. There is no, nothing, nothing outside of that. Whereas you do stand in a field of infinite possibilities, but when you stand in control, you can't, you cannot access that. But when you can open up to the what if and the what if and gosh, you just don't know, you know, this is, wow, I really don't know, but this is exciting and I don't even know what I'm excited about, then that curiosity can lead you to great stuff, you know. Yeah, and but, just being open instead of closed, you know, I think sure. creation is a really for open sure. open perspective, open field to be in, whereas control is quite a closed place sure. to be in. So, yeah, I think that's a good way of looking at it. And, and there is, you know, unfortunately, and I think we'd all love it if it was the other way, there is no movement in comfort zone. There isn't. We would love it if there was, you know, we, we could, oh, we'd be achieving all over the shop. But um, it just doesn't work that way. You know, you, you, you can't, you have to move out of your comfort zone into your stretch zone to be able to create, you know, you just do. So, but I think it's also knowing the difference between the, stretch zone and the panic zone because i think sometimes we try to do too much all at once and we're so far out of our comfort zone that just total panic 
uh, seeps in and then you almost can end up taking three steps back. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, right, right, right. I need to get safe now. Um, Brain's going into overdrive. I wish I'd never got out of my comfort zone at all. And that can really set you back. So I feel like it's just, I think it's just being mindful of getting out of your comfort zone in terms of thinking about you know the like not thinking about it too much but having some awareness of the benefits do you know what I mean and and why it's important to you that you try that thing that stress it stretches you so we were talking about habits recently on um, the Monday mini episode um, and your one was about trying a martial art going to a public class it's a group class and that for you is out of your comfort zone that for me would be massively out of my comfort zone especially going alone rather than with friends um I'd feel a lot more comfortable going with you there than just rocking up but for you you knew why you wanted to do that you knew that it meant for you being more in the present moment that it was something that felt really right to you to try so that was a really worthwhile step out of your comfort zone and if it hadn't have worked it still would have been worth it you know so I think it's it's not being led by fear but it's just being aware of why you're doing what you're doing and I think some self-reflection can stop you from going off the deep end into the panic zone and remaining in that in that stretch that really sweet spot between the two for sure yeah I think you I think that's a great point you know and that's where your emotions guide you you know if you're really feeling that or it can even be a physical response if you're really feeling that god I would just want to be sick with the thought of this then um then maybe it is right here right now too big a step for you especially if you don't have a real um a big why at the end of it sometimes a big why at the end of it can can take you there I mean as a coach I I would never take somebody into their panic zone it's it's just not worth it for them I just wouldn't do that but sometimes your big why can inspire you to take those steps and the only reason I say that is do you remember how during the first year as we all closed down uh, due to COVID it was the first lockdown I don't know. I had this inspired moment to do on my Facebook to do 30 days of Facebook short videos on coming from love, love instead of fear, because there was so much fear around at that point. And um, I got on every day for 30 days to speak about various elements of love overcoming fear. Now, up until that point, I was not visible I, I would write, but you would not see me. Um, that was just something I really didn't want to do. And every day for the first, I would say, 15 to 16 days, I honestly, before I got on to that Facebook Live, and it was a live, it wasn't a video, as I got onto that Facebook Live, I wanted to vomit through fear and, and anxiety and oh my God, you know, people are going to see me, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not talking about what I look like. I'm talking about judgment and me putting myself out there. Yeah. And I really did every day for exactly, but my why to, to have people coming from more of a place of love than fear is what drove me to do that. Now, by the time the 30 days were up, you know, I was absolutely fine getting on a live. It really didn't bother me. And since then, you know, you see me and I do public speaking and stuff like that. It's no biggie. But at the beginning, that was way out. That was panic zone. But my why helped me to move it into my stretch. Totally. You knew why you were doing it. And you knew that at the end, when you got your head around it, the payoff would be really worth it. For, so, for not for me, for others. Yeah. yeah. And you took comfort yeah. in that. 
yeah and I took comfort in that yeah and and that's why I do the work you know it's it's how how can I support others so that was my big why that helped me yeah for sure and even now when I'm out there and public speaking or whatever it's stretch it's not comfort you know I grow I evolve every time I do it um so yeah just one step at a time one step at a time one step at a time yeah definitely but stepping out of that fear and control and moving more into creation and getting out of the comfort zone a bit and what if what if you know what if yeah definitely I think that's a good place to start but we really hope that this episode has been helpful that it's got you to think about this a little bit and hopefully it resonates with you Um, if it does please let us know because your comments mean so much to us and also if you have any ideas of anything you'd like us to talk about on the podcast that we haven't covered yet or you want us to go into more detail on please do let us know as well Um, there's links in the description as to where else you can find us and links to um, mum's Facebook as well that she was talking about where she does the lives Um, but until then we hope you have a wonderful week living a hell yes bye bye